Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hey, yo. Say hello to the bad guy, Scott Hall, and I've got a scoop for you. And we all know there's a lot of podcasts out there, but I encourage you to check out this one. It's called Going In Raw. You heard it here first. Going in raw. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Yeah, I'm Larson. Welcome back to Going in Raw News Brief. Man, I so I kind of figured this. I said this yesterday uh, on the show. Uh, kind of figured that this is going to be a long news week. I feel, I get the feeling, man, there's going to be like a lot of news, news, news leading up to WrestleMania and then... And then, and then stop. And then nothing. And then, and then nothing. stop. And I think that's exactly how it's going to be. So uh, get some ideas in your head as far as what old wrestling shows we're going to watch. Yeah, man. When when the breaks are put on basically everything. Yeah. Um. So start thinking about it. All right. We'll do like what we do is like a, a, a Steve programming week and then a Larson programming week. Fair enough. And then let the people decide who there you programming go. Week was there better. you go. There you go. And then the third week is let the people decide that programming week. <laughs> no, never let the people decide. Anyways. Uh, so yesterday, yesterday, it was either yesterday or the AW review. I was thinking to myself, I was like, and I said this out loud. I said, man, I can't wait for that Brody Lee talk is Jericho. Sure enough. They oh, delivered this morning. And who boy. Oh boy, <laughs> Larson! What what stood out to you the most here? Uh, I mean, the one thing that stood out the most. Well, first of all, uh, uh, according to uh, Brody Lee, basically everything we read about his time in WWE was true. Totally true. Southern accent thing. Uh, the whole asking for the release. Yep. Uh, Vince telling him, "I can't let you go because business." Yep. Um, and then uh, tacking time onto his contract. All that. As as reported, yeah. The one thing that stuck out to me was his interactions with Triple H. Mm-hmm, yeah. But Triple H says, "Do you want to go to New Japan?" <laughs> he said, "Maybe we can make that happen." And he maybe said, "We can yeah, make that happen." I'd love to. And then I had he said at one point New Japan might have been bought or been aired on the network. Well, he said that's what he was thinking. That was like his connection to maybe how Triple H could make that happen. I didn't necessarily interpret that as. Uh, Brody was breaking some news here. Yeah. It's like when Triple H says, Hey, do you want to go to New Japan? Like it's an easy, seamless thing to do. Like we're going to say, Hey, we're going to send you to New Japan like that. Like, like, you know, uh, 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 some sort of talent exchange. That's when, what when I heard that. I felt it was before he started talking about in his head them being bought or something. I originally thought that he just meant, well, they're going to release them with the clause that says no North American TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe Triple H should do someone that he can make a phone call or something like that. Yeah, so. I mean, it seems obvious that, like, the, okay, then New Japan would, would snap them up just by virtue of, well, you know, there's no options in North America. But, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, in his mind, he was thinking, yeah, I guess. I, here's here's my thing. It probably, there's uh, this, is what, this is what I'm thinking, because why would he just imagine this in his head? There is There has probably been... So much chatter about the WWE Network and all the various ideas that have been batted around that that might have been one of them that just sort of bubbled up in the ether. Hey, uh, we've got all this money now. We might buy New Japan and there's just nothing to it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, So, yeah, I don't know. It was just kind of interesting that that he mentioned that uh, specifically Mm because you would think that like that just wouldn't be something out of the blue. 
Yeah, but you, know, you never know. Who knows what the context? You never know. There you, never know. you never know. Um, and then you know the topic of him going to NXT was brought up, mm-hmm. and of course Brody's like, "Yeah, I would have done that." Yeah. Never happened. He did the, the probably the most interesting, but there was two things that was very interesting to me, and it was the moment he realized that that this is this is it for him was, and you and I were right there, man. We were watching this feud play out, the Bray Wyatt, Randy Orton thing, and we both were just at the top of our lungs saying, "You, you can create a brand new star." Yep. And Brody had such a such uh, 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 he was so observational when it comes to the crowd. He had he was so in tune with the crowd and how yep. they were reacting to me. He told the writers in advance, "Hey, I'm going to be the one getting over organically here." Yeah, and that was totally true. Yep. And then they had him lose. They had him do that weird battle royal thing. Uh, and then him and AJ Styles both hit the ground at the same time, even though they didn't. They yeah. kayfabed it. The next week, AJ Styles, the bad guy in the situation, the heel in the situation, made him tap out. They restarted the match, and then he cleanly pinned him. And then he was off TV. For, for eight months, he said. Yeah. Absolutely insane. You have, you have Luke Harper win that match. And you have him. You make that a triple threat match. Bray, Orton, Luke Harper for the title at Mania. Uh, Harper wouldn't have won. No chance. But nonetheless, man. he's a wild card in that whole thing. There's story to be told there. And just by having him in that match, a huge star is potentially made. Yeah. Uh, some sort of tacking on to that a little bit, talking about his WWE experience, was uh, a quote that he uh, had uh, got from from CM Punk when they were feuding in 2014 with the Wyatts and Punk had their thing. And, uh, and he said, yeah, CM Punk, he said, you know, everything here could be better. And I think when he says that, he actually means everything here should be better were it not for Vince. Or it could be better or it would yeah. be better if not for Vince. Yeah. Everything you see. And that's that is... The singular issue with the WWE, every we, you know, you know, everything there should be better than it is. Well, how many times Vince. did Brody tell a story where he goes and, and waits and waits and waits? Mm-hmm, yeah. Eventually gets a meeting with Vince and he, he, you know, he goes through all the procedures. He knows to make sure not to go in there when Vince is eating because he's not going to pay attention to you. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, uh, and, and then, you know, half the time he'll you know he'll ask around nope he's done eating he'll go in there he's eating mm-hmm. and he'll hand him something try to talk to him and jericho told a story where he was pitching vince an idea and vince is eating and he just looks up at jericho and just says bad cow yeah and jericho's like what uh and he's like no this is bad cow this is a tough steak what else you got like he wasn't even paying attention yeah and Brody told the story of her, he handed vince some some ideas if it's like all right yeah i'll look at the plane probably he never knew, looked he at knew it. for a fact he wasn't probably never looked at it yeah yeah, so I thought that was interesting. And another thing that I thought was really interesting was the fact that he actually is the leader of the Dark Order. Um, mm-hmm. That seems to be a shoot, man. They brought him in as the Exalted One, and they said, here, you know, in terms of the promo, do what you want. And then he starts talking about, yeah, I've got all these great ideas for the Dark Order. And seemingly, they've enacted them. Like, mm-hmm. he's coming in, and he jokingly says to, because he knew, he reveals that he had known Stu and, and Evil Uno, like, yeah. way back. Yeah. And he says, yeah, you know, jokingly, in his tone of voice, hey, I'm going to be your leader. But seemingly, they're just letting him do well, what to he be wants. Several times during the show, they, uh, you know, Jericho talks about his involvement and kind of how he put it, the double swerve for the reveal of the Exalted One and also Matt Hardy debuting. Uh, Jericho had a hand in, in crafting kind of how that was put together. Mm-hmm. It all seemed to be a very collaborative atmosphere. Yeah, uh, Brody Lee talks about talking with Cody. He has some time allotted to him, I guess, his debut to do a promo. And he said when he he kind of did it for Cody, it, it wasn't that smooth. It was a little clumsy. 
and Cody just said like, all right, sounds good. Yeah. It's like everybody in AEW is they, they bring in people who they trust, who they feel are professional, mm-hmm. who they feel know how to do the things they need to do to get themselves over. Yeah. And they put their talent in positions to do their jobs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, rather than uh, micromanaging every little thing they do. Yeah, but even, I mean, it's not even a matter of like, you know, they're not micromanaging. It's, they don't, they don't, the ideas that are developed, nobody's ego is so great that they feel the need to even direct them. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure they have, I'm sure they have, you know, on a few, per, like, few. I'm sure that they understand, like, you know how long they're gonna have. You know the the, tie, the 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 main titles, all the big stuff happening. But something like the Dark Order. Okay, let's bring Brody Lee in. We know him. He's a smart guy. He's a creative guy. Hey, it could be this situation. Let's bring him in. You know, just see what ideas he has for the Dark Order, and just let him do them. And yeah. they're not so married to everything there. They're not so ego driven that it's like. You have to go by one guy's way of doing this, which is obviously how it's done in the WWE, the audience yeah. of one. And you can bring in a guy and say, hey, he's been around for a long time. He's been around. He's been around Bray Wyatt. And so uh, and so they were talking about how, yeah, it makes sense. The guy that everybody knows as, you know, the the, the second guy in the Wyatt family, you bring him in. Now he's the leader of his own thing. It makes sense as if. You're bringing in this guy, and it's all in the same kind of universe, you know. Yeah. Um, I love that idea, and I think it's fantastic that that they would be that. It's it's just it's it's a concept foreign to us because we've just known about the WWE way, and it's obviously a, a concept foreign to him because he said that he's like, I, and this is time after time. Everybody comes into AEW, they do talk as Jericho. We've seen it with Moxley. They're so used to that, they get self conscious about being given the freedom. And yeah. they have Pete. They both talked about PTSD. Yeah. And granted, it's it's in a wrestling company, so it's not, I'm not comparing it to the war stuff. But they they have, and then uh, the uh, uh, Jericho referred also to the uh, what is it the syndrome called when somebody's coming out of an abusive relationship? Oh, uh, uh, I forget uh, what it is. But yeah, uh, but yeah, um, yeah. It's 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 it was it's crazy. It's absolutely. Well, yeah, crazy. I know Brody talked about how, and I'm, I think Mox did too about you know before going to WB like. They were just brimming with confidence. They knew their strengths. They knew what they could do. They go to mm-hmm. WWE. They question everything. And as you mentioned, they start second guessing themselves once yeah. they're out of that environment of WWE. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it seems like. And granted, I, I, I get the sense in the territorial days there was a main Booker, mm-hmm. but I don't know if 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 the main Booker was as hands on as Vince was. I kind of feel like what AEW now is kind of a throwback to the olden days when yeah, there's overriding narratives, but. At least when it comes to pr- to promos, you have five minutes. Here's a mic. Yeah, you know, it's also get, this, get, get your story yeah. over, get your match over, get people in the building. You know, yeah. I think those are constants that ring true when you step in front of a microphone and do a promo. Is get your story over, get people in the building. Get your story over, get, and me now is get get your, get story over, get people in the building, sell pay per views. Yeah. Uh, speaking of pay per views, WrestleMania is right around the corner, and although it kind of, I feel like it probably shouldn't be. Man, they should have. No, just, this this thing seems just uh, this thing. It kind of seems doomed. Um, of course, yesterday we reported on Roman Reigns being off the Mania card, mm-hmm. um, and now outlets are reporting that two more WWE stars won't be appearing on the show. 
uh, Dave Meltzer said in Wrestling Observer Okay, wait a second, though. Hold on a second. So, should like, we, should we, should we, should we uh, spoiler alert this potentially? I mean, look, there we, we don't know any match outcomes. We don't know none, any match none. outcomes. And and there's there's reports out there about who Roman's replacement is. We're not going to talk about that. Oh, we're not going to talk about that. No. Okay. That's. I cool. mean, if you want to look it up, look it up. There's some other uh, spoilers out there as far as uh, uh, other potential replacements for things. We're not going to talk about that. Okay. The one I didn't know. Yeah, alert, I didn't know how far you want to go with that. That's yeah, cool. no, because yeah, uh, some of that's going to be uh, set up tonight on SmackDown, so okay. we'll just let the show play out. Okay. Cool. Um, uh, but there's two. One uh, is is a quarantine situation. The other one is just a weird story that affects maybe why Roman Reigns stepped out to begin with. First mm-hmm. of all, let's get through this one. And the newsletter this week, Meltzer's reporting that quote. Uh, Lashley was at first supposed to be on Raw in some form on the March 16th show to start the build for the Aleister Black match, but since he was in South Africa the week before doing promotional work for the Sense Move Tour, he had to be quarantined. So that match apparently is off. Okay, so that <laughs> the match was zero build. They yeah. just announced it. Not happening. Not happening. Okay. Now this is this this is the crazier one. This match. This, I didn't know. I'm sorry. I didn't know that. I was looking at the notes. I didn't know that Lashley just hadn't been replaced by somebody else. But okay. Okay. Uh, this story is weird. So, uh, spoiler alert here. Uh, PW Insider is reporting that quote multiple sources have confirmed that WWE SmackDown Tag Team Champion The Miz did not work WrestleMania 36. Miz was in Orlando this week, but did not work the tapings. Now in Wrestling Observer Radio. Uh, Dave Meltzer seemed to have more to the story as to why Miz didn't end up wrestling. It's because apparently he's sick. Yeah. And he was at the Performance Center apparently sick. Why um, would anybody ever show up sick? So this is what Meltzer said. Roman Reigns made the call himself, and it was interesting because he was there, I assume mean at the Performance Center, mm-hmm. and made the call. It had to do in some form with Miz being sick and the Usos not happy about it. And I don't really know much else. That's really all I was told. Mm-hmm. Now, there's been no indications uh, what kind of symptoms Miz was dealing with. Uh, he, apparently, he hasn't tested positive for anything. No reports to this even indicate that. Uh, but if you got so much as a sniffle, Mm-mm. stay away. Stay away. You can You're, say, hey. I've got, I've, man, wow, what a stupid move on his part. If true, if true. If true, if, if true. true. And Reigns, of course, as we detailed yesterday, uh, uh, him making the trip to Orlando to be at this show is putting himself in, in potentially in harm's way. Yeah. Even if everybody in that building is healthy. Mm-hmm. Just, the, just having to travel, just people be in contact with other people, contact with the outside world. You don't know what kind of uh, 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 stuff is being brought in unintentionally but then you show up one of your co-workers apparently shows up under the weather i'd be like Pfft. yeah i know not gonna I know. happen i know sorry I know. i'm out i know it's uh it's it's asinine that this thing is even happening man it really yeah, is it and it, whose fault is that vince mcmahon yeah and then there's there's and like you said no spoilers but there is at least uh one match one other match Yes. That has been changed, yes, because of an injury, not coronavirus related. Yeah, it's, it's an injury, yes. Yeah, um, and there's been a replacement in that match. Yeah, uh, yeah. This is this is an absolute this is an absolute disaster. 
It really is. Uh, speaking of a disaster, it seems like that is the case of the relationship between the WWE and one Phil Brooks, a.k.a. CM Punk. This is CM from Punk, CM Punk. the Wrestling Observer Newsletter regarding reports of interest in CM Punk for WrestleMania. Now, we, we had actually, going right from the quote, we had uh, done a little news brief uh, on this uh, last week. Uh, where we talked a little bit about CM Punk having heat with uh, with WWE. Uh, well, also WWE being more bitter about Punk than Punk about WWE. And evidently, here's I mean, there's one more thing here that uh, to add to that. Vince McMahon, according to Wrestling Observer, labeled him the one man I just can't do business with. And nobody at the top level, including Paul Heyman, has argued the point or pushed for him. Punk's agent did try to open a conversation and was turned down. I was told that while you never say never in wrestling, there is no interest right now in him. For anything in the WWE, yeah, Melser adds that really, you know, the the, the WWE let Fox hire him just to 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 play nice with Fox, essentially, to mm-hmm. not alienate their new broadcast partner immediately. Yeah, the yeah. situation where he's like on once a month, and then they're like, well, beyond this first appearance, there has been a huge pop of the ratings, so evidently he's not a draw. Yeah. Uh, I'll say this though. I'll say this. This is the, the, the wrestling internet community, the Twitter community on, on, the, on, on it's, it's amazing. Uh, so Twitter user Robert, who does seem to have his sources within various levels of wrestling seems to think on his Twitter feed that this is actually sort of being fed to the wrestling news people as mm-hmm. a line from like Heyman, uh, potentially, and that the the fact is that it's, WWE is just trying to save face because CM Punk's asking price is just way too high, <laughs> and that's like that's it. It's just it's just he's too expensive. Yeah. So uh, so I don't know. It's it's take everything with a grain of salt. Here's the thing: it's wrestling news, so it's like who cares? You know, it's exactly. like who, who knows? I mean, CM Punk's asking price. He he publicly said it was between twenty and twenty five million. Oh, he said let's start. Let's start. That's the at starting. This, honestly, man, at this point. I'm not sure how much longer they're going to be offering these huge money five-year contracts for people just to stay home. That's another thing that Brody Lee mentioned is that, you know, even on the day he was being released, they were offering him ridiculous money. He said ridiculous money to do nothing but stay home. I wonder how long that's going to continue, man. I'm telling you, the Saudi Arabia deal is probably going to start falling apart at the seams any moment now. Uh, you know, you got the pay-per-view deal, the transformative pay-per-view deal. That seems to be dead. Transformed into nothing. Tra- <laughs> transformed into milk. Uh, and, and it's just, you know, they're going to have this pay-per-view deal like toilet paper. There's none of it left, man. Yep. None of it left. I, I just don't think, I think that for that brief period of time, when all those deals were coming together, they were doling out these contracts and just signing up everybody. That's. I think Edge is the last guy to make out majorly in the WWE. Probably, probably. It's a house of cards, man. Saudi Arabia owes WWE money. WWE isn't running uh, the network in Saudi Arabia anymore. That money's going to be gone. Uh, if they don't get these ratings up, the huge live TV contracts, they're going to be less huge. They're still probably going to be yep. big. They're going to be less huge. They're not going to be making half a billion dollars on an annual basis, that's for sure. 2025, I don't know I don't know what's going to happen. AEW's be... Number one, that's what's going to happen. All it takes, you know, all it takes is is to bring people to your product, and they're doing a good job of doing that. That they are. I mean, empty arena, and they had what eight hundred and sixty-seven, something like that. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. A good number. 
some decent numbers, not too far from what they normally do. Although Dave did on the Wrestling Observer Radio, they said, you know, we, the one thing we've seen with empty arena matches is that they're just gym workouts, and they're stupid-looking gym workouts, too. Wow. <laughs> it's wow. true, though. Come on, it's true. Empty arena, man, they, they all suck. I'm sorry. Like, they, they're doing what they can. They're doing what they can. I'm it not gonna say they a crowd. I'm not gonna say they it suck. Sucks. Let me finish. They don't suck. It's just not as good as if a crowd were there. It sucks. All right, Alvarez. <laughs> Anyways, that's it for the show. Hey, we're gonna be here. We're not going anywhere. Uh we're gonna do our SmackDown review tonight. Yeah, yep. there there might be some more news that drops in an hour, in which case one of us is gonna text the other and say, You wanna do Did you hear about this? Did this just happened. You wanna do this? So, uh, anyway, Gronk decided to go play football instead of do WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Be sure to sub to the channel, hit that Gronk side bell, and Buccaneers, and click on all. And uh, yeah, like Rod, I forgot, but Rodman didn't show up to a game of the finals to be on Nitro one time. <laughs> I was reading that Nitro book; it's great. Anyways, uh, yeah, click on that notify bell, click all, so that you're always getting your notifications because stuff is happening all the time here, man. Thanks for watching, everybody. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.